We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Marry Me Concert Tour is something you will not want to miss. In 36 hours, superstar Cat Valdez and Grammy-winning Bastion will perform their new song, Marry Me, and exchange vows in front of a streaming audience of 20 million people. Shoot you I'll be the one in the veil. Charlie, this is once in a lifetime. I've got my daughter tonight. Good, I've got three tickets for tonight. Bring her. Dad, you haven't had any fun since mom left. Just say yes. What am I doing here? Okay, let's go. We only have five minutes. What's everybody looking at? Nothing. Give me your phone. Cat Valdez's husband-to-be, Bastion, caught cheating with her assistant. We love you, Hold this. I'm told that um, 20 million people are supposed to watch as we take our vows. They say if you want something different, you have to do something different. Why not? Yes. I'll marry you. You. Go! 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 Do you, some guy, take Kat to be a lawfully wedded wife? Okay. Cat Valdez left the guy from the concert, then also married her Uber driver. It's an insane situation. I say we offer $5,000 and let it all blow over. Or I could stay married to him. Huh? I started something last night, and if I don't finish it, I'll look crazy. We gotta get out in front of this. Hi. You? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's three months. I don't even know her. We both did this. So whether we like it or not, we're in this together. We have to embrace the spontaneity of the moment. I don't want to be the punchline. What do I do? Just stand and smile. This is the most unbelievable thing that could ever happen in life. <laughs> right now, 237,000 people are like, he looks like he's a math club. I am in a math club. Uh, hanging with you guys today, I don't know, it made me feel kind of normal. Come with me to the fall semi-formal. Are you asking me to the school dance? Well, I could leave a note in your locker. <laughs> Call me if you're lonely. Uh, hello? I'm lonely. I was just passing 
afraid she'll fall back in love with Bastion and dump you. I'd be afraid of that too. We don't need to pretend. I don't fit. Is this smart? I think we left smart six weeks ago. I was on my way to you. Who do you think you are, man? Some fan? No, I'm not a fan. Just, well, I mean, I am now. For this very special Valentine's Day themed bonus review of Final Review, uh, we were talking about a film called Marry Me. It is directed by Kat Quaro. Quiro? Quaro. Uh, okay. She is best known. She directed a couple films. Well, she's best known as a TV director for episodes of Always Sunny and uh, She Hulk. Uh, what's up? And She Hulk. She, she's doing She Hulk. Oh, is she doing She Hulk? Okay. <laughs> so she's going to be doing She Hulk. She directed uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. So best known for some of her comedy stuff and obviously is now entering into the MCU. Uh, it is based on a graphic novel, a popular graphic novel called Marry Me by Bobby Crosby. It is starring Jennifer Lopez, Owen Wilson, uh, Maluma, something I've definitely knew existed before <laughs> I watched this movie. <laughs> uh, John Bradley, Sarah Silverman and Chloe Coleman. The plot synopsis, according to Wikipedia, is this marry me explores the possibility of what might happen when a superstar marries an average Joe as a joke and discovers that perhaps there are no accidents. Um, It's funny Oz that in recent episodes, the idea of cynics versus romantics came up (laughs) because I really do think where you fall on this will which I actually I don't know because you, we, I think we established you're more of a cynic and I think you did actually really enjoy this movie. And there is a, a lot of meta context to this movie that exists that actually made me enjoy the movie a little more. It's nothing game changing for like the rom-com genre, but for what it was, I got to say, I quite enjoyed this movie. You know why I liked it is because those Netflix romantic comedies that have kind of filled the void of of the death of cinema for grown-ups to go to and romantic comedies falls under that umbrella they star like and, and no offense she's you know they're good actors but like glenn powell they star yeah. like you know joey king the, these are not movie stars and there's something about the formula of the classic romantic comedy that just works better when it's jennifer lopez who's like actually one of the 10 biggest stars on earth and Owen Wilson, who has a Q rating of 99 or something Mm -hmm. like that. Just two very, very famous people flirting with one another just hits differently than when it's like a kid who you saw in a Nicktoons show once upon a time filling the void. So uh, I think that's part of why this works. It's nice to have it with, with true blue movie stars. Again, there's, it's also the first one of these I've seen in a while that works. That's actually a classic, romantic comedy that is a clear 
PG 13. I, I, I know I'm captain bring back fucking <laughs> there's, this is not a movie with fucking, this is a movie with lovemaking. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> there's, there's another romantic comedy that came out this weekend that I think is quite good called. I want you back with Charlie day and Jenny slate over on Amazon, but that is very much of the post apatow breed of comedy that has to be R rated. Everything has to have, you know, drugs and sex jokes and all sorts of like bizarre asides. It runs like every one of those 20 minutes too long. But I, I think it's just nice to have this simple, basic formula. And I like that this movie, as you said, the meta elements is really well aware of exactly what it's doing. It knows that it is a it is a remake of Notting Hill, basically. It knows that there's this entire language and architecture of romantic comedies that it's engaging with. And I appreciated that. Yeah. I mean, look, first of all, Jennifer Lopez, major kudos to you for agreeing to do this type of role, because the entire movie, I felt like I was watching a biopic at a certain point of (laughs) her love life being publicized and commercial, uh, commercialized um, in everything needing to be sponsored. There's a clip in the very beginning of the movie of her talking to Kelly and um, uh, Ryan Seacrest on their show. And it was like, yeah, I'm I'm just thankful. I've got a great fiance. And I was wondering if that was shot for the movie or not. Or is that a <laughs> clip they pulled when she was engaged to A-Rod? And like there's a scene where she's watching Jimmy Fallon at night. He's actually very self-aware enough to do this type of goofy talk show host throughout the movie and she's like watching him make jokes about her consistent on again, off again, um, love life and, and how she's loved and lost so many times. And that's like a running joke around the late night circuits. And it's like getting the perspective of who's on the other side of being the butt of that joke felt very meta and like kudos to JLo to be the person that drives this story that yeah, you never stop believing in love. You never stop believing that the next one you're going to get it right cuz as much as we might joke about her, she seems to like believe that herself in real life. I, I obviously don't know JLo. I'm glad she doesn't own my baseball. <laughs> glad she doesn't own my baseball team, but like I was just very impressed that she chose to take on a role like this knowing the for a lack of a better word baggage that her personal life would bring you know, off screen. Uh, I was just like very like impressed that she took this role. Uh, did you believe not necessarily in the chemistry she had with Owen Wilson, but like the heat that needed to exist between them? The problem with this movie for me is that I don't buy for one second the the conceit. It's so silly. It's like it's way more so Notting Hill. The conceit is that she goes into a bookstore and mm-hmm. meets a guy and then spills a drink on herself and needs to go back to his his apartment to clean up. And that that's just much more earth scale than this one where she proposes to a dude during a concert with 20,000 people. It's ridiculous. And I think that does sort of set it all back a little bit. There's this kind of entirely goofy premise, which I think could have been neutered at least a little bit um, that it needs to overcome that I constantly sort of grappled with of like, wow, he really is the, the nicest guy on face the earth to put up with all this shit and allow himself to basically be a plant without any real compensation, so to speak for blowing up his, his entire life, especially Mm -hmm. in the early parts of it where there it, it's just kind of an act and not, 
um, an earnest romance. Uh, you know, I, I kind of don't care though, because who mm-hmm. believes any romantic comedy? These things are, um, with all due respect to our beloved superhero bullshit, they're just like fucking superhero movies. Like we know what's going to happen the entire time. We know they're going to meet cute. We know they're going to realize they actually like each other. We know they're going to break up and we know there's going to be a grand gesture to get them all together. It's just like how the superhero is going to be down on his luck, get his powers. Oh no, it looks like he might lose to the bad guy. Action climax, blue light in the sky, go home happy after your stinger at the end of the credits. Like it's, it's a formula and that's fine. And I think marry me is a good example of the formula. It also, like it's, it's savvy. And my, my wife pointed a lot of these out because she's more knowledgeable of this than I am uh, about the genre. And it's very self-aware of other entrants in the, in the genre. While we were watching it, she was pointing out, Oh, this is from, this is like the swing from sleeping with the enemy that Julia Roberts is in while she's sitting on the swing that randomly Owen Wilson somehow can afford as a math teacher can afford a, apartment slash house that has a mm-hmm. swing inside of it. But uh, leaving that aside, um, yeah, it, it's very much in love with the genre and very much aware of what has and hasn't worked in the past. So I, I, I really, I think this is, this is about as good as this type of romantic comedy can be in the post apato age of the internet era. That's the the key word is that it's as good as it can be in 2022. And the the yeah, the fact that I, I can't get past this, that JLo agreed to do this is just the biggest takeaway I have. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You add the fact that like it's it's modern in the sense of everything being on on social and all the like Owen Wilson shows up to this movie, his character does at least, with no social media, no Instagram, and he looks all of it looks at all phone. of it as like with a flip phone, which I mean, look, I, I have dealt with somebody in my other job that is pretty um, incompetent, not incompetent, but lacking in knowledge when it comes to technology. So I get it that there are people like this that exist. Don't, don't talk about Jeff Van Gundy that way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, love you, John. But uh, there's a reason our basic setup is very simple. Having said that, like John has Twitter and I guess the only the only thing is like to go as far as the extreme of like he has a flip phone. I'm not sure why I could buy a flip phone right now, Oz, which is it's, like what's no, up? It's it's like some Brooklyn hipster shit and it doesn't work when you have a 50 year old man playing a doing like a Brooklyn hipster. Right. I'm rejecting technology thing. So there is like a I don't know if it was a commentary or if it was intentional or not, but the like you can reach people if using this correctly that I appreciate it. Cause I think we've done everything to villainize social media, which look, it's probably more like 75% bad, but the 25% of like, I would not probably know you if without social media. So I'm able to look at technology and the ways it can be used for good. And I thought this movie actually showed like, Oh, like, she actually inspires a lot of people as well. The the constant Instagram living that he's annoyed with. I was like, yeah, that shit annoys me too. That you go to an <laughs> event and everybody's not watching. They've got their phones up and, you know, that can be a thing. Uh, I love Sarah Silverman in this. See, the, the legitimate laugh out loud moments of this movie, as you mentioned, she's playing the side character that's just meant to come in and be funny in like four or five scenes. Um, she has the line of the movie for me. Um, I'm for, I'm trying to remember exactly what it is, but it's when uh, paparazzi shows up and she's, she scares them off with a line about uh, if you're looking to watch the dog, the, the dog can't poop, can't poop in front of people, but <laughs> I can, if you're up for that, um, John Bradley, bravo to you, because this is now two movies in a row that you're in that we're reviewing on this show. And both times <laughs> you weren't Sam Tarly. You were actually, able to be a different character and I was able to see you disappear into that. And then just the last thing I'll say is again, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon 
Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with his show because I liked it at first and thought it was the perfect break and a bit the, the nonsense that you need from a late-night talk show host. I just didn't like him as an interviewer. And then as the Trump era came and it felt like you needed to be a little more serious with your late-night talk show stuff because we wanted somebody to um, be a little more able to ask questions, which is why Colbert kind of took off. Uh, and I felt bad for Jimmy that like he just he's an entertainer. He's not a journalist. And now that we're on the other side of that, where you need him to be a goofy talk show host again, I thought he played in a very limited role, a perfectly fine job being the the late night talk show host that that uh, JLo sees um, uh, sees like the jokes being made about her through um, anything else you wanted to add us. Yeah, a couple of things. I, I thought that the kid, Chloe Coleman, um, is good. I think mm-hmm. that she's become one of these very used child actors, which happens from time to time. And I, I imagine it's when they find a kid who can professionally handle being on a movie set and is relatively put together as a human at a young age. But this is a kid who you know, is on two seasons of Big Little Lies, uh, is on Upload, that pretty good Amazon show. She's going to be an Avatar 2, mm-hmm. uh, Gunpowder Milkshake, and I think My Spy is probably the biggest movie she's been in, which is strange because nobody that I know other than me and Logan watched that movie, but it's evidently like the third most watched movie in Amazon's history, uh, which is the Dave Batista remake of like Kindergarten Cop. Mm-hmm. But uh, that is, uh, I don't know, I think she's a good performer who with a character that could have been entirely insufferable managed to find just a little bit of humanity in it. Uh, I would like to say that I, I it, it's very impressive to me that Jennifer Lopez has managed to do what, what Ponce de Leon did not and found the fountain of youth because she just simply doesn't, <laughs> simply doesn't age. It's, it's quite incredible. Um, so bravo to you, JLo. And the music, the music is good. Mm-hmm. I think there there are a couple of songs in here that that are actually super catchy. I assume they're gonna they're gonna push "Marry Me." What I'm not sure that "Marry Me" is necessarily the best track here at the so, Oscars this year. Can we actually talk about the music for a second? Because I may actually have to defer to you and even more so Lily on this. But what what are the good songs in this? What are the what are the good songs? Yeah, in, in my view or generally, I, in, I mean, I, in that you would consider like, oh, this was good. I, I I have some thoughts. I thought that on my way was the the best song in it. Okay, that's kind of the love ballad. I think "Marry Me" is fine, and there's another one. I think it's called "Nobody's Watching," which is all right. I thought some of them were. There's like a bad like a version. Like a virgin ripoff in here. Yeah, it's called Church. Yeah, I hated that song with a passion. Yes, that one is very bad. There are these kind of strange, like music video interludes in the movie, both while she's like doing concerts or filming Mm -hmm. music videos, quite literally, or like workshopping out the dance moves for a song that it. uh, It was. It's a little bit of a strange edit. It's definitely, I think, a a movie star concession to J Lo, but whatever. I thought the as, as these go, I think these are the. The second best set of songs ever in a movie about uh, a romantic comedy about a pop star falling in love with a normal person. And the first set of songs is there's a movie called, Oh God, what is it called? It's, it's called, it's a Hugh Grant romantic comedy where he's like an older singer songwriter. I think maybe Drew Barrymore is in it. There's a really catchy, like 80s style pop song in it. Okay. Uh, music and lyrics, it's called. Ah, all right. And the song yeah, I've never is, seen it. The song is "Pop Goes My Heart." 
Oh, that is that is, is a song title. Okay. It's actually it's super catchy. I'm gonna say it's good, but it's super catchy. So uh, I'm also big a little glib. I, I think this 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 works. What you obviously thought far less of the music. So marry me. The pop version is annoying as hell. That is where I'll start. It's not You've as also bad. Heard as, it for like six months. That's the other part that's probably yeah. more annoying than anything else. But that it's not as bad as church, which. Church the thing. moment church started, I was like, oh, this is not good. And then as it <laughs> kept going and she's just saying the word church, church, church over and over again, I was just like, OK, this this is going off the rails a bit for me. I know where we're the very beginning, but I was kind of on board until right now. But she uh, was doing sexy dances with demons or something <laughs> with none and none. So forget there were nuns on stage as well. Uh, there's a song she sings at the at the school dance because it, and it was more acoustic that I appreciated the acoustic version um, that you, you're right about the song she's working on throughout the movie being the best one in the movie. I, I got to say, though, the concert version of Marry Me that she sings with Maluma, again, a, a not bad bunny is what I'm going to call him. He's a Colombian pop star, which I found that I looked out. this up. This week. Yes. No, <laughs> yesterday when I saw this movie and Rosita was like, oh, yeah, my sister loves him. It's like, oh, so he's a guy. Gotcha. This just tells you how out of touch with today's music I am. Apparently, I, I barely know who Bad Bunny is. So, uh, right. Yeah, I just I know Bad it. Bunny. Just... Here's how I know Bad Bunny. He performed at the Super Bowl with J-Lo two years ago. That's how I, I know I, who Bad Bunny is. Yeah. For me, it's like WrestleMania. So. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> so the the concert version that has less of the 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 popness of it that was much more Lily would probably actually know the term that's better used for this, but it was slower. It was more highlighting their vocals. I actually was like, all right, this is actually, this is actually pretty good. The whole mama, mama, marry me felt like they were doing a rendition of poker face, but I, <laughs> I, I was on board with that version to the point where there's, like you said, there's maybe one and a half songs on here that I would ever go back to, to be like, oh yeah, that's from Marry Me. Um, I don't know if you want to call this one of the musicals of 2022, but I I thought the songs, I th you're right. I thought the songs gave JLo something else to do besides acting and they wanted to be like, hey, we got JLo here. We might as well put like full songs in the movie. I think at times it was more highlighting how bad songs that are popular have become, <laughs> yeah, which is what I was wondering about, about the movie. Um, okay. Let's get to scores. Your score out of 10 for this movie. A seven. Okay. We're at the same. I'm at a seven out of 10. Also, this is not, this is a very much a, a, uh, a qualified seven or a genre seven where it's like for rom-coms in February starring JLo. I am calling this a seven. It's not like gonna, it's going to be like tied with other things that we call a seven later in the year. But like similar to remember the Titans where it's like for football movies by Disney with Denzel. I'm giving that this grade, you know, where, where does it rank for you among JLo romantic comedies? We have made made in Manhattan and monster in law and we have the same Wedding brain planner. And oh, there we go. A backup backup plan. Is that what it's called? I think so. Uh, which, I go, which one is Michael Vartan in? Is that is that Monster-in-Law? Uh, yes, that's Monster-in-Law. The one with uh, with Jane Fonda. I like that one. That, that's yeah. the best one. I would go Wedding Planner because I just I have a thing for McConaughey. So. All right, all right, all right. Exactly. I'd go, McCon I'd go McConaughey. I would go Wedding Planner over that. I would go 
Would I put marry me second? I tell you, man, the the nature of of her taking on this role now is just it's I was so impressed. I really was. I got I'll put this second that I I was just it was so self-aware. And like there's a message you take away from this that if you're romantic, you like it. If you're a cynic, you like it. It's just like no matter how many times you get it wrong, like you can always try something different. And that is like a legitimate message. I think anybody can enjoy from this. So yeah, I'll give this second place in that category and that that'll be our final review ranking for this week. I, I will also put it second place in the category, but I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to put monster law first. I'm going to put made in Manhattan first, okay. which is probably a movie that couldn't be made for a lot of reasons in 2022, though. I, I can't say I've seen it recently and Rafe finds just very weird casting for the, the male lead <laughs> opposite JLo. That, that is not someone I could imagine her. Her dating in real life is Ray finds Voldemort to you, or is he a different role? Is he uh, uh, his role in uh, James Bond? No, 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 definitely not James Bond. I, okay, I, I actually think of him as the first thing that comes to mind for me is as the bad guy in in Bruges. Oh, okay. Oh, wow, that's interesting. He's Where he's, he's, just he's so Voldemort to me. That makes sense. In Bruges is such a good movie. Okay. That, I think, will do it for this episode of Final Review. If you dig the show, head over to iTunes, drop a five-star rating and a review. As we mentioned, I remember the Titans podcast. Uh, we're going to be doing something different this week for Final Review um, that's a little more end-of-year themed, and it's going to cover the next two weeks. So, until next time... Oh, I forgot to ask. Oz, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Sure. Come to the inventionofdreams.com. We're going to have an interview with Charlotte Copley, who you probably best know from, from District 9 um, and Elysium and Maleficent uh, up this week. And there are a lot of reviews coming soon. And we'll be covering South by Southwest in March. So lots of stuff to look forward to. There you go. Thank also, you for Twitter, us list- on movies on Twitter. There, we go. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. And tune in next time for another final review. Say yes, marry me, marry me, say yes, marry me, marry me, say yes, for the rest, the rest of your life. I'ma fly out to Vegas, yeah, we could tie it up tonight, no patience, take my last name, put it where your name is, have they ever seen a love this famous? They never, no, they never, this forever, ever, 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 ever. Ain't nobody do it better, better, better And it's only getting better True love got a ring, ring, ring Oh, we got a Church bells let him ring, ring, ring Oh, they got a This queen need a king, king, king For life, for life, for life, for life True love got a ring, ring, ring Church bells let him ring, ring, ring Angels gonna sing, sing, sing Tonight, 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 tonight baby, baby.